The Unview, the thin, the rich, and the fabulous on cliffcentral.com. Good morning, good morning, good morning to you. It's a Thursday morning, the spring. It's uh, happening all here in Johannesburg. Uh, the magic of this beautiful city and, of course, uh, uh, the magic of South Africa and what happens here in this wonderful country of ours. Um, we're going to talk about magical things on The Unview today. We've got uh, SA Fashion Week. We're going to chat to the Boyson and also chat to a phenomenal show that happened yesterday by Ghat Johan Kutsia. All in honor of uh, endangeredness, and uh, we're going to talk. It's also National Rhino Day, uh, so yeah, save the rhino. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. We've got uh, Fiona Ramsey, the phenomenal, absolutely actress, joining us on the show. We've got uh, Voter Kellerman, Grammy Award winner. It's nice to have like a, all these award winners. Uh, we've also got Nikki Van der Valt. Very interesting news. You know, we just played a song by um, Black Coffee. Uh, and there's uh, some interesting things that's happening in Cape Town with Shimmy Beach Club uh, because Black Coffee will be p- performing with Goldfish at Shimmy mm. uh, over the December period. They've just launched it, so it's kind of the it's the biggest gig in South Africa. It's like the it's like it's like these when when these big DJs go off to Ibiza. Insane. Same concept. Um, so we'll chat to Nikki Vanderbilt. Also, this is a brilliant. The Ritz is an iconic building in Cape Town. It's the old Ritz, and they're turning it into like a five star. Um, boutique, no, it's not going to be boutique, special, special hotel yeah. in the center of Cape Town. But also they've got like these, to- the top chef coming in there to do a, um, a restaurant. We'll talk all about that. That launches in December, but they, they it was all over the Sunday times. And then we'll chat to Jen Sue about uh, Chef Sue Share. My guest in studio who joins me every week, Chatty Matty, Matthew Cunan. Morning, Al. How you doing? I'm super, thank you. The I, sun's out. I'm smiling. I know we're all smiling. The world is good. Yeah. Life is lacquer and, uh, our things are magic. That's, uh, as it is. As they on should the be. Again, still, who is the thin, who is the, the rich and who is the fabulous? We have not worked that out yet. We're the fabulous. But we will, Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But I want to be like the mega rich and I want to be the super thin. <laughs> mega rich or super thin, which would you go for? Right now. <laughs> oh. oh, stumped, stumped. Do you want mega to have, rich. Do you want to have the, the, the body of, um, of, let's, Brad Pitt's a bad example, but of, of Ashton Kutcher? Yeah. The, like the whole vibe? Yeah. Or would you go for like the mega rich? I reckon the mega rich would I'd go would mega rich, baby. Right I think dead. <laughs> Hell, hire it in. Hire it in. That's uh, that's what I say on that one. Um, but uh, magical things happening on the show today. We're going to chat to Lucilla Boysons, uh, as I said to you. Um, and of course, you know, the SA Fashion Week is such a, a huge, huge uh, event. Sure. Um, have you been? Obviously, I've went. I went to one last year. Actually, had a fantastic time at the one in. Um, gee, is it the the Crown Plaza at the in Rosebank? There, so some magic stuff. So. Well, it is, and I got to say, it's uh, come back to uh, Johannesburg, and uh, on the line we've got uh, Lucilla Boyson. Hi, Lucilla, how are you doing? Hi, hi, very, very well. Thank A- you. Again, another magical fashion week. Incredible, and you know, it's really, really amazing this year. Every year, it's better. Tell us a bit about what people can expect and what, what's 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 been going on. I know it opened on Monday night. Okay, yes, we opened on Monday night with the Sunglass Hut New Talent. And we saw um, seven young designers with huge, huge potential and that everybody should look out for. And then Clive Randall's show was spectacular. I mean, you must know that his, mm. his show was opulence. Um, today, we are, uh, um, today we are doing um, the off-site show with Black Coffee, Luna, and uh, Guillotine in and, and 44 Stanley, and then Keys. So Keys has got his standalone show. We also had one of the highlights were, was Gharjan Kutsia's show last night at the Hill, um, yesterday afternoon, actually. At the Westcliff. Um, at the, 
at the Hilton um, the Four Seasons. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yes, it's called the Four Seasons. <laughs> it's changed its name. It's changed its name. Yes. So um, that, of course, was was a spectacular installation. And you know what is incredible about this season is the workmanship is so much better than last season. Um, we've introduced the new color theme for the dress code. I don't know if you know that. Tell so us about it. Yeah, it's fantastic. So um, we introduced a an, an no-color dress code, which, of course, um, means that the audience now comes dressed in a neutral color so that the fashion colors can pop out. And this is exactly what is happening. I mean, if you see the videos, I mean, if you just look at what the newspapers and you can immediately see that the audience takes second place and the collections are taking first place, which is exactly what we want. Well, so Lucilla, that is very clever because sometimes people come dressed in in, in, and let's say other designers or international designers, they come in these bright, shiny, sprinkly colors. I know. Okay, they're I standing know. out, the, the, the glitz and the glam. And, and it kind of, it's not about you. I'm sorry to say this, no. but it's not That's about true. you as an audience member. It's about the, yeah. the performance slash the art slash the fashion slash the designer slash the exactly. models. It is not exactly. about the person Watching the show And that is why Understated yeah. Is always better I mean the worst thing You see is people Sitting in the front row And they're dressed Bigger than bigger feathers no, Than the models scream. It's crazy scream. You, you, you see the thing is it, it's, it's not It's actually just um, You know Underdress Is incredible You know You go to the To the Berlin Fashion Week And everybody's underdressed And you look You see the most Incredible labels So It is not about Throwing You know Shouting It's about being and and that is really what I wanted the audience to be so that they could focus on the designers. And the audience is amazing, I want to tell you. I've never in 20 years had an audience because, you know, I look at the audience. Mm. I've never had such spectacular-looking people and, and no color. It's incredible. Lucilla, so, again, it's understated in making the performer, the artist, or the or most importantly, making the star, uh, the, the fashion designer, Pop out. Exactly. I think that's the important thing. Lucilla, let's, I want to just say something because it's incredible. You've been doing this for, for, as you said, 20 years. And within all these years, there's every, there's all these pop up fashion weeks and all these things that are happening in fashion shows. But it, it must be interesting to see the progression of the fashion week industry over the past how many years? Well, 20 years. Mm. Uh, the South African Fashion Week was the first. Next year will be our 20th year. Mm. And um, yes, you know, the, the, for me, uh, the more fashion shows and the more fashion marketing platforms, mm. the better. The sad thing is that the, the people do not have the originality to choose a name. Mm. And that is a thing. So, so we started the Fashion Week and I registered it in you did. 2001. Yes. Yeah. And, and then instead of taking a, the same a, a concept and helping and, mm. and slotting yourself in in a space where it's needed, you find these these um, events organizers um, yes. starting a, something that they now also call a fashion week. So it causes huge confusion. And, and that then weakens the, the – it, it actually weakens the the, 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 the industry. And, and an industry because yeah. – yeah. I mean, could you imagine New York, New York Fashion Week or Paris Fashion Week having – Or Brooklyn Fashion Week. Having or, 10 or Fashion Weeks. Fashion <laughs> you understand. Week. You can't but, have – But it's only in this country that these – I mean, people think we, wherever I go, people think that we – we, you know, they sort of laugh at us. But anyway, mm. so no, it's true, and that's why I brought it up because it is interesting. Yeah. It's like, but the yeah. essential thing is, it's needed. 
events are needed. We, we need to have all these events. And you know what? You can build your event into a, mm. mag, a magnificent event. And you can call it anything because it actually doesn't sit in the name. It sits in what you do with it. So you can, you can, you can call something uh, the, the Broncosprite fashion um, parade, yeah. <laughs> parade. And, and you, no, and you could actually say it like that if you want to. Mm. And but if you build that event, it can become the most amazing event in South Africa. And that is the point, not the name. An important thing also is then to then to maybe to join forces with some something someone like yourself with SA Fashion Week, if you yeah, are doing these type of things. But you know, like unfortunately, yeah, it's called uh, it's called competition and jealousy in in many respects. But you have done <laughs> it for twenty years. Competition is very good. Very good. But it is now there's yeah. something that they can compare with, you know, because and in, in the past there was nothing to compare with. Lucilla, I, I congratulate you. Um, Thank it's, you. The, the, the reviews have been rave reviews across the yeah. board on, on all over social media and obviously over the press. Um, and again, the secret to this is about promoting great talent. And that is the key. Exactly. And that, that is the key. key. I mean, if, if people are, are think it's about getting fashion out there, it's about understanding trends because, you know, you, no one understands that if you, when you go in like a layman like myself into a store and I buy a shirt, things like, like SA Fashion Week create that platform for, 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 for the industry to create this, this, this particular exactly. color. And that's what it's you do. It's the biggest of the biggest industries in the world. And Italy is the second biggest industry. And we all incredibly fashionable. All we have to do is create the industry and we will have huge job, jobs creation and, and huge money will change hands in South Africa. It's, so, you know, yeah, 100%. We, we need to just do it. It's an unfair question, but your favorite collection that you've seen thus far? It's an unfair mm-hmm. question. Are you allowed to answer it? No, I can this season answer it. Yes. Who? I think my, my most, um, it could not, it's not necessarily my most favorite collection. Um, I can't say the most favorite, mm. but the, but the collection that for me has taken the most design, the most of, of, um, um, input in quality, in workmanship, in thought, in all of that is definitely by far Clive Randall. Out of this world. By far. By far, because you know, every piece that he does and, and, and is a, is a, is a, a piece of art. And, is, and it's yeah. uh, it's incredibly well made. Whereas some of the other designers um, um, that are also fantastic and, and wonderful, I mean, are more commercial. They they are just designing more commercial. But for me, what impresses me is always the art. You know, Alexander McQueen, <clears throat> Yamamoto. Yeah. You know, all those people are people that I absolutely admire for their art. Um, talent and the combination of art and fashion. So yes, that is that is Clive Randall has really his collection was um, the night before the first night and it was opulence and beauty combined with workmanship and design. Magic! Congratulations again. Uh, we wish you, you the success till it ends. And of course, that is Lucilla Boysons, the owner of uh, South African Fashion Week, and of course another magical, magical year that we've had. Uh, on the line, we now have. Uh, well, it was. Again, one of the best shows that appeared, and I think has appeared this year. Uh, he is on the line, and his name is Khat Jahan Kutsia. Hello, Khat. How are you doing? Hi. Fine, and you? Welcome to the show. First and foremost, Thank I you. think you made history, if I'm not mistaken. Was it the first fashion show to go live as you came down the, the, with each uh, garment down the runway? It was live on Instagram. 
I think definitely in South Africa. Yes, de- well, it definitely was in South Africa. It could have been in the world. I tried to research <laughs> yeah, so it this morning. It was quite fun. It was quite fun to, to do that Instagram live fashion show type of a feature because I find that I've got so many loyal followers on Instagram and on social media and they are in the end my, my biggest clients and supporters mm. and who best to show them first than, than, than my Instagram followers. So so that was quite exciting and quite different and a lot of planning went into it, but I think it went off without a glitch. Okay, now, Gert, uh, your inspiration today is National Rhino Day, um, a day that we, of course, uh, we acknowledge the, 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 should we say, onslaught of what has happened to this magnificent creature in in Africa um, mm. and and you linked this into what you did in terms of your inspiration for yesterday's show tell us about yes it. of course so the, the the collection was called black and ivory and it's really about celebrating our beautiful fauna and flora we have in Africa mm-hmm. I think as South Africans as as Africans we t- sometimes forget how beautiful and how lucky it is and and when when we hear about all these horrible things happening to these animals it kind of saddens you because there might not be any left for future generations. And I think it's just about giving it good energy and celebrating the beauty of the rhino, the beauty of the elephant, the beauty of all the species that's endangered in our country. And that was the inspiration behind the collection. It's just a celebration of of all beautiful things in Africa. Tell us about uh, some of the pieces, the, the, your, your inspiration with the cuts and, and what you were doing with your fashion. And of so course, please, was, uh, if people are, are listening right now or if you're listening to the podcast, uh, um, they can join you on Instagram right as we speak. Yeah, Am I right? Yeah. What is your yeah, Instagram? Yeah, they can go what check the, it out. Could see it. Yeah, because you can actually look at it as we're talking. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm on it right now. Tell us <laughs> some of the inspirations. I look at this piece that Bonang wore. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> the, your grand finale piece is sensational. Sensational. Thank you. Thank you thank the bronze you, thank you. is beautiful. Firstly, Benang is, mag- Benang is mag- magnificent. But yeah, I mean, I look at this piece. Such a gorgeous man. girl. Wow. Such a strong Wowza. woman. Yeah. So, so what we wanted to do is we just what really wanted to bring across different textures of Africa. So even though the inspiration is Africa and its animals, I wanted to really take an artistic as- approach towards it. So you'll see lots of different textures, lots of black and white, because that's, of course, the trend. Lots of deep maroons and reds. That's mm. such a big trend at the moment. Lots of like coats and chiffons dripping and draping around the persons. But the big trend at the moment that's coming is, is of course, black and white stripes. Lots of stripes, lots of patterns, lots of pleats. And of course, um, that you remember the 90s, we had those creased t-shirts and those creased mm. um, type of things. So that is coming back. So, so a lot of that as well. So, so those are the trends that you need to look out for. And of course, every woman needs a choker for the season coming. Well, I must tell you, I love Look 11. Again, it's a photo of Bunang, so I'm being a little bit unfair. But I do love the fact that you have got this beautiful print, and then added Thank to you. the print, you've got this, this again, the choker linked to the bodice, um, the bodice with yeah. this beautiful. It looks like a jersey in some sense. It's so slim. yeah, it's it's about it's almost like a chiffon version of the boyfriend jacket, and, mm. and boyfriend jackets also big for winter. And then of course into summer we need to transist it, so I made nice chiffon versions of it. Um, just to have you that loose, feeling free feeling. Um, Gert, uh, again, this inspires you year on year. Um, it's good to see the magic of the talent that's happening uh, in South Africa. Why SA Fashion Week or not the other fashion weeks? <laughs> you know, it's, it's about a fair the question. of fashion. Mm. It's, it's, of course, it's a very fair question. I'm probably Lucilla's biggest supporter in the world. Um, she is, she, what she's done for the SA fashion industry, I think, not many people understand, but it has been massive. She made, she took an industry that 
was seen as entertainment years ago, and she made a business out of it. There's and 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 Fashion Week doesn't just stop when the lights go off. Fashion Week supports the designers year through to make sure that we can actually make a living off fashion and also drive drive nice cars and live in nice houses. So it it takes something that people has viewed as entertainment in many years ago, and we made it into the business of fashion where you can get South African fashion in retail stores. You can buy it, and it's actually affordable. So so that is why I choose SA Fashion Week, and that's why I think Lucilla has so much, so many people respect her so much because of that that she's done for the industry. Now, of course, uh, this is not known to the general public, but you're off to the United States. Uh, any special reason? Can you can you give us any secrets of what you, why are you planning to visit the U.S.? <laughs> I'm going to work, uh, I'm going to kind of like do a, a internship with uh, Vogue magazine calls him the best pattern maker in the world. I mm-hmm. can't say his name, but it, it's going to be very exciting. Um, it Amazing. is just literally going Amazing. overseas. And, and learning from the best. And this person, like, he is the person that works with the best. So the best people go to him to do all their things. So it is going to be absolutely amazing. I'm going for a month and then I'm going for two days to Paris just to go and see what the fashion is like there and collaborate there for a moment and then come back to Africa and bring all that knowledge back and make the women here look even better. I love it. That's uh, Gert Johan Kutsir. Congratulations. Uh, it was a great show and uh, people were raving, raving about it. Thank you very Thank much you. for joining us, Gert. Cheers. Um, that's Gert Johan Kutsir. And of course, it is National uh, Rhino Day. Of course, we, we want to support our, our runners and, uh, and talk about that. Um, we're going to discuss in a moment's time, um, the magic of the theater, of course, and some of the things that, that you've done. I must tell you, we had a very, and I have to play the song because it's a dedication. Um, a very sad week. Um, in South Africa um, I worked with him Had the pleasure of having a number of television shows uh, Danny Kay was meant to join us uh, On the show today But unfortunately he is uh, So busy at the moment Trying to just sort out the memorials for uh, Mendoza But again such a sad story uh, Due to an illness that mm. is, is, Which is cancer um, But of course our thoughts and our prayers go with him But you know Forever and ever This is the magic the magic of music is that you don't have to be alive. He's immortalized. Uh, immortal. It is exactly the point. And forever and ever, I mean, you'll hear, it's like, you will hear this song. And I mean, it's immortalized. I mean, so in dedication and in long life to you, rest in peace, my brother. Mondoza. Mondoza. Have fun in heaven, baby. And what a man he was. I must tell you, he's, uh, we got to spend quite a lot of time together. He's, uh, I, you know, I've got to tell you, he reminded me, um, and does remind me of, of what I would imagine would like to meet someone like, um, Bob Marley. Mm. Um, and I make no references to, 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 to like anything that's like weed related, but he was just such a cool, calm, collective guy. Um, Jen Sue's just joined us in studio. And of course, Jen, you had the pleasure of meeting Mendoza a number of times. Absolutely. Oh, you know, I just think about him at the Samas. We had so much fun mm. dancing together, singing together. Um, it's really been such an honor being able to have the pleasure of knowing Mendoza and spending a lot of good times. I have a lot of good memories of him. I know. And uh, of course, it's, uh, it, it is keeping that alive that goes, wow. I mean, another South African talent that is now lost, but again, immortalized. And gone too soon. I just don't yeah. understand. But immortalized by music. Jen, Absolutely. That's and that's the thing. the thing about music. And I think, you know, for anyone who has a passion behind you, whether it's, you know, you want to write a book, you want to write a blog, you want to 
create music, do it because that legacy will always be there for you after you're gone and for your children or for your family. In honor of our friend uh, Mendoza, Alec Art, magical, magical man. This is the uh, Unview, the Thin, the Rich and the Fabulous here on CliffCentral.com. It's uh, good to be with you. And, of course, uh, in a moment's time, we're going to chat to uh, Fiona uh, Ramsey. And uh, Fiona's uh, just called in, so which is really cool. We'll Fantastic. chat to, to Fiona now. But, of course, uh, Matt. Yes. Chatty Matty, Matthew Coonan's in studio. And, of course, Matt does our theater reviews. You, you went to go and see the show Absolutely. last night. I- Tell me about... The, the show, Les... Ah, Le Chenchi, as far Le as... Chenchi. You know, if we'll get the pronunciation from Le Chenchi, just now. Yeah. But what a, what a mind blow. Um, not a long show. Uh, power-packed, power-packed. Um, cast up, I think, about five or six. Fee can, fee can fill us in. But, um, you know, kind of based on the, based on the, um, kind of the semi-autobiographical life of, of Anton Artois, a French, mm. a French playwright, poet, artist. Um, and what a cruel piece of theater. Um, I'm sure Fiona will enlighten us on, as, as to that. Well, on the line, we have award-winning performer, I mean, legend, legend extraordinary of note. Fiona Ramsey. Hi, Fiona. How are you doing? Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good, good, good. And I know that you're in VITS and you're trying to deal with all the VITS issues. Um, but welcome and thank you for some making, some, making a small amount of time for us. Tell us about the show. Well, um, you know, Gapala Davies, the, the director, was actually a student of mine. He came to me for an accent class once. And um, we became quite good friends and realized that we had quite similar interests in theatre. Um, anyway, he said to me, he was applying for Grahamstown, and he said, can I put your name in? I never thought it would happen, and I said, sure. And then, sure as eggs, he said, it's happening, and I see you in a white dress. I said, I'll wear a white dress, that's mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> um, but the, 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 it, it was an incredible process to work through, um, and, um, it, of course, it's a multimedia mm. experience. You know, it's, it, it's got films and all sorts of things, so we had great fun filming it, um, and it is about the life of Antonin Otto. It, it doesn't, it, it, it's Kapala's vision of that. And I think that what comes out of the piece is that cruelty is beautiful. Mm. Um, uh, whether you agree with that or not, uh, someone said to me last night, it's too beautiful to be cruel. And I said, well, I think you've hit the nail on the head. He believes that cruelty is beautiful, and that was his homage to Antonin Otto. It, it, tell us a bit more for, for obviously people that are going to come and see the production and, and want to know a bit about this particular uh, 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 playwright. What? Why do you say that? What? What is? What do you mean by 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 it, cruelty? Explain that. Well, I think that um, what he does is he he combines the story of Lechenchi, which is about a woman who was burnt at the stake, mm-hmm. um, as a metaphor in a way for one of the things that Antoine Arto said, which is. He sees actors tied to the stake, laughing at the flames. 
<laughs> which is sure. quite an insane image. <laughs> and I think he uses sure. that all the way through. He also sort of is biographical about Antoninato. He suffered um, greatly from um, mental illness. And I actually believe he was a schizophrenic. Mm. So um, a lot, some of the vignettes in the piece are devoted to uh, what, is, what defines mental illness. Uh, for example, I do a, a piece where I speak to the camera about um, how schizophrenia has been treated and whether this is successful or not. Mm. So there are many facets to the piece. It's not. It's a vignette of about five different pieces, mm. um, uh, which are facets of Antoninato's work and life. You know, Fee, there, there was a there was a moment that I was sitting there. That you know, you, you speak about asylum quite openly, and you, and we understand that these these characters are kind of caught in their own minds and their their own kind of pathologies. And we sit there as an audience, and this 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 auditorium is littered with with um with its posters and papers and pictures and writing. Mm. And I felt so trapped myself because I thought I don't want to move at the risk of making a noise. So yeah. it, you know, at one and the same time, I felt like I became I became asylumed. As a result of what you guys were doing and what you imposed on the audience, it was fascinating. I think yes, I think that is what, what you know what 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 the intention for Oscar Fowler was. All those drawings are actually Artaud's paintings that he painted mm. in an asylum. Right. Um, so th- some of them are very disturbed, and some of them are quite beautiful. But uh, for me, the the, the 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 greatest challenge was um, I move around the stage, as you know, for mm. a, a while, and then have a, a speech in ancient French. Yes. Um, at the end, which, which was a speech that Antonin Otto himself made. Um, and so he's combined all these facets. For me, um, you know, I look quite statuesque, but the, 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 Kapala kept on saying, don't do anything, don't do anything, don't do anything. Just be you in that dress. And that for an actor is really quite a challenge. But Fee, I, I'm, I'm sitting with goosebumps on me at the moment, kind of covered in goose flesh because you, you did nothing or you said nothing, yet you did so much. Um, do, do you know what I mean? It was one of those. Uh, it was bizarre. Um, your yes, your presence. I think the experience is bizarre. Yeah. You know, audience members. We've had some disturbed audience members who mm. walked out. Yeah, we saw that last and night. I think. I think that's you know that's a totally valid response to Antoninato mm. because that's what he wanted. He wanted to shock people, mm. and he wanted people to feel disturbed. And he, I think Paul is trying to say is, I don't know what you get from this piece, mm. but mm. each person will get something different. Um, some people will blot out, you know, yeah. the, 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 the mental stuff because they don't want it confronted, and other people will lap it up if they're interested in that exploration. We had a guy who was himself schizophrenic in it, and he thought it was a completely normal experience. Sure. <laughs> Which was fascinating. Yeah. Okay, well, that but, but that is the magic of theatre and of d- seeing different type of genres of theatre and different type of work. So, um, Fiona, uh, w- tell us the run where people can go and see it. Give us all the info. Well, we only have um, three more shows left. Mm-hmm. It's one of those sort of performance experiences that um, can't sustain a long run because, um, number one, we're all painted white. <laughs> um, but I think it's, it's an experience that needs to be concentrated. It, uh, so we're on tonight, uh, tomorrow night and Saturday night at the Concowan Theatre, which is at the Bunting Road UJ mm. um, campus. And UJ is on break, so there's no danger. Um, they're on a break. There's no danger yeah. of rioting students. Um, <laughs> it's a beautiful little theatre, and I think the piece sits very well in it. Beautiful it's theater. at 7.30 every night. 
and um, come, down, come down and tickets I think are available at the door and uh, or you can book online again Fiona people see you on mainstream stage it's nice to also see you off stage mm. not, not off stage but off uh, off the, the, the regular scene and to go and see a piece of work like this I look forward to seeing it um, Fiona what can we expect from you in the next in the upcoming future any magical work well, you know, I've just come back from Hilton where we did um, mm. one, a one-woman show called Blonde Poison. We hope to bring that to Johannesburg. Um, as you know, it's not that easy to secure venues anymore. And you either run the risk of doing it in pop art, for example, which is a fabulous venue, but you do four, four performances, and then you kind of kill your Joburg run, or you hang out there for, or hang in there for, you know, a longer run at another theatre. We may well do it at Santon Theatre on the Square or the Market Theatre. But I'm actually about to embark on another one-woman show in Afrikaans. Oh my goodness! You and John Carney, what is this Afrikaans thing happening? <laughs> well, it's, it's, she's a very interesting character. Her name is Betty Dutoy, and she was an Afrikaans communist. A uh, little bit known about her, oh, um, but incredible. it's a fantastic. Yeah, it's incredible. So you know, all that I'm grateful for is that work keeps coming in. I work across the mediums. I work in television. I work in film. Um, you know, I do a lot of coaching, and I'm a lecturer now with this. Um, so you know, I just. Yeah, keep on keeping on is my motto, and do everything. Fiona, we need you in studio when that uh, when the new show comes out. Um, we'd love to have you with us, so we hope that you can come in. So let's set that up. Brilliant, brilliant. Thank you very much, and lovely to see you last night, Matt. You too, Fee. Always good to chat to you, Fiona Ramsey. Uh, of course, thank uh, you so much, Alice. So thank thanks, you. Uh, South African legend, legend of note. Um, Absolutely. And what a great, uh, well, what a very interesting. Production. Frightening at the same time. <laughs> I'm, I'm terrified to go to it. You know, these, these characters that we know, um, cause we, cause we socialize with them, these, these actors, I mean, they were completely, completely painted white. Really? They, uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. completely I saw the pictures. I mean, you, if, you, if you go into Fiona's profile on Facebook, you can have, I mean, it's quite daunting. And I, I, I thought it was a bit, I thought it was ghostly in some sense. But, completely. Yeah. Completely. But I mean, Alan, you look at the set and the set is literally from wall to floor. It is, and from ceiling to the floor rather, it is just just posters and pictures of, of Antonin's um, works, as, as Fiona said, and it's just that that is the set. You see, yeah. it's, what I do like about this is sometimes we, we find these magnificent the characters gems. or the gems that we don't know. We haven't heard of them. No. Lay public, General Allen mm. knows nothing. Okay, and then, you know, you watch a movie and, these, and you go, oh, my God, then they win an Academy Award and you, you, you find these, you know, and then – so these are the type of shows we want to learn Absolutely. about people um, that you should be going to. Sure. You know, yeah. I mean, this, this is what you do off Broadway if you want to educate yourself. Correct. This is exactly the Correct. type of stuff that you, that you do. Because I'd never heard of him before, yeah. obviously. And, uh, but because it's Fiona and all of a sudden, I've got to go and see this. And you know what? I would really encourage audiences. They're in at half past seven and they're out by quarter past 20 past eight. It's not really, a long eh? piece. So, you know, even so if it's a school night for the old buddies, I, I encourage them to get out there and check this work out. It is spectacular. Which is so good. Now, Matt, yes. tell us what's happening in the theatre. Give us the run. Go. Right. Um, Saturday Night Fever opened last week at the State Theatre. Um, big audience, big sets, massive cast. Uh, Bernard J has assembled a fresh creative team to ensure that this production is restaged, recreated, re-engineered, um, and has, um, has put, has pulled off a massive, massive feat in this production. Um, I would really encourage people to get out to the State Theatre. It's one of our kind of stalwart kind of institutions. Get out there, support the local talent. Following that at the State Theatre, we have a piece called Narrative Dreams, which is a beautiful children's theatre story. Uh, and it's 
in one of the smaller theaters. And it is a real drama about two boys from different socioeconomic backgrounds, unique set of social circumstances. And they are bonded by the fact that they are adolescent boys experiencing loneliness and change and the fact that they are human which is gorgeous. We spoke to Sandra Prinsler a few weeks ago about mm-hmm. um, her piece, Oscar Pink Tunny. Saw that I was reduced to a puddle of tears Were and you? twin savers. Mm. It was ridiculous. I was pathetic. Um, she, it's an acting masterclass. Go and check it out. It, it finishes this, this, um, this, this coming Sunday. And I would just really recommend, um, I recommend, uh, you know, people just head out to Monty and check it out. Afrikaans piece, highly accessible for non-Afrikaans speakers. Really go and, go and check that out. And then, oh, we've been speaking about this, this festival that's come up at Red Hill, Red Hill Arts Festival, aka Red Fest. So excited. We're going to be doing quite a bit of stuff with this, okay? This is really great. And, you, uh, uh, Red Hill has just assembled the most phenomenal, phenomenal jam-packed... But tell us about Hector Peterson's sister. Oh, my goodness. Antoinette. Right. Antoinette Peterson. Antoinette Peterson. Of course, we're at Inheritage Month. I mean, this is... A, we we, we know that month. iconic image. Yes. And and she's, she stands alongside her brother with her hands up in the air. And what Red Hill has managed to do is managed to secure Antoinette Peterson to come in and chat to their kids um, or to the audience after a performance of Warza Albert. Also, I mean, an iconic uh, protest theatre sure. piece, Beautiful. which we've kind of resurrected for this festival. It's still a set work for schools, and um, Antoinette will be speaking to the audience afterwards and kind of just, you know, this talking about magical, magical stuff. Absolutely. It's Red Fest at redhill.co.za, by the way. So, um, yeah, the, the, this is, you want to take your kids, you wanna t- I'm going to take myself. Absolutely. To listen to this and to after this piece. But I love that you've got some magical works happening. We're gonna, we need to we'll go more talk more about this, this. I think. But I think in the meantime, if you want to get information, go to redhill.co.za yeah. or check it out on the web Red tickets. Fest. Yeah. At, yeah. We're painting Eight the town over. red, Al. This is really cool. Lots of good theater. Absolutely. And again, we want to promote all forms of art. So mm. we're talking about Fashion Week or we're talking about theater or whether we're speaking about music, whether we're talking about cooking. This is what the show's about. This is the unview. And that's what it's, you know, it's all about the magic. We're going to chat a bit more about theater in a moment, but uh, um, in a second, mm. we're going to talk to, you know, it's always cool to have a Grammy winner ah. on the show. I, I, I kind of think when you've got a Grammy winner, it's really big, but I mean, and when he's South African, it's, it's, it's even bigger. It's even better. The Unview, the thin, the rich, and the fabulous on cliffcentral.com. And that is what you're listening to. My name is Alan Ford. Of course, we've got uh, in studio Chatty Matty. And of course, uh, I'm happy to have seated, seated with us. The is, gorgeous. Uh, the gorgeous mm. Jen Sue, who we're obsessed with. But, you know, hey. no one knows that Jen Sue is so beautifully, classically trained in music. No ways. Absolutely. And that is why, Jen, one of South Africa's biggest heroes is Voter Kellerman. I just had dinner with him on Sunday night. Did you? Yes. Where, where was it? We were in, uh, can I say exactly the name of the restaurant? It was Cilantro in mm. Michelangelo Towers. Mm. Outstanding. Yes. And, I mean, and Voter is just amazing. In fact, he's with a very close friend of mine, Paul Perez, who's mm-hmm. a Grammy Award winning drummer as well, who was also playing at the Standard Bank Joy of Jazz. So, so a whole of a bunch of us were together. It was well, amazing. I always think it's very blessed when you have a uh, a Grammy Award winner on a, on any program, but to have a flutist and to have one of the biggest South African stars. And he's so modest. And he's so great. He's so down to earth. <laughs> I had you the would pleasure. never know. Okay, have you ever have you held a Grammy before? I've never held a Grammy. I held his Grammy this week. <laughs> oh, I held I the Grammy. I was at his house. I should have held his I Grammy. I held the Grammy. This is the coolest thing to do. On the line, we have Voter Kellerman. Thank you for joining us, Voter. Uh, welcome to the show. 
Thank you so much. Great to be there. <laughs> Thanks for the flattering words, well, the kind words. Well, I, I can't more than hey, a voter. more than a, than a Grammy. We cannot flatter you, dear. That's uh, unfortunately. And voter, if you're not going to do it, we're going to do we're it. We're going to do it for you. Yeah, <laughs> but yes, humility uh, is, is superb within you, um, voter. Again, when we first chatted with you, um, it was when you had won the first Grammy. You were nominated this year. Um, what is voter up to? I mean. You said something to me in a whisper of my ear, and I cannot unfortunately share it with the audience. But, but 2018, you're going for a big Grammy. Huh? You're going to get that one. Yes, we, you know, we've got a very ambitious project uh, with Soweto uh, Gospel Choir, and, and I have got a joint project um, themed around Soweto, and then uh, it will be a tribute to Madiba. And, um, you know, we, we've got some amazing guest artists, uh, Grammy winning guest artists from, from all over the world. Um, that, that we're going to include. So it's a very ambitious project and we, we're going to enter it for a Grammy next year and we hope, we, we, fingers crossed we can win the Grammy in 2018 when it's, uh, Madiba's centenary of his birth as mm. a, as a, as a, a celebration and tribute to him. So that's, that's what we have in mind, but you know, that's, that'll take some doing, but uh, we're putting it out there. <laughs> And uh, and we we do want to create this beautiful music as a tribute. You fly out tonight. You're going off to Australia, to America, to India. You you travel the world. You in festivals. Um, has your life changed since you were nominated and since you won that award? Has it changed significantly? Yes, you know, um, it, it has changed significantly because it's been just been easier to get the music out there. Because you know, as as musicians, we have challenges. We first is to make the music, but then. An even more difficult challenge is to, to get it out there, get it heard, and um, and and winning the Grammy and being nominated again has just helped to to sort of shine the light on the music, and that's just made my job much easier and and made it possible for me to focus more on the music and uh, not to have to spend so much time in the marketing process. So I'm I'm really grateful for it. But it has really been a life changing. Um, event but, but you know that doesn't necessarily happen some people win Grammys and, and they think it, it's not really something that happens to you it's something that you make happen you know that's a tool in your, in your armory it's a tool that you can use to, to get the music out there basically Voter again you know you, you are a classical musician but a lot of your music um, has an underlining spiritual feel and you lose, use a lot of spiritual elements can you explain that to me because that's what I pick up Yes, you know that, that that's exactly it. Uh, my my background's classical, and but I, you know I'm crossing over into all the world music elements. I've got a strong African feel, but you know when I'm when I make make the music, I, I think of it as many layered as music with depth, so that when you listen to it, uh, when when you listen to it again and again, you, there's layers to uncover and and and, and discover. So, um, you know, that's how I think. But basically, I just, I'm just trying to spread the good energy and the passion for life with the music. You know, that's sort of the, the main idea. Um, and, and when I, when I create the music and when we record it, you know, we're very conscious of those different layers to make sure that people can, can, uh, you know, we're trying to have it accessible so it's nice on a first lesson. 
but then there's a lot more to discover on, on subsequent listens. Voter, I, I had the pleasure of meeting you in person last week for the first time, so I'm honoured that I'm meeting or well, chatting second week in a row. But we, you, you, men- you mentioned that you know you often you come out of out of yoga, and that's when you find yourself most inspired, and that's when you're kind of writing your pieces and composing. You know, but, yeah, yes, yes. You know, I, uh, yoga, um, I, um, yoga for me is sort of um, uh, it's a cross training because you know playing the flute. Um, you, you sort of, and I think playing any instrument, you spend a lot of time in one position. So you need to cross train your body. Mm. Um, and so for me, it's firstly a physical thing, but also then a sort of a meditative, um, connection between, you know, um, and I mean, there's so many different names for meditations. Some people call it prayer. Some people call it meditation. And, um, for me, playing the flute is like a meditation. Mm. Um, so that's a daily meditation, deep breathing, and even if nobody listened, I would still need to play just to find the center of myself um, and find that uh, peaceful space um, that I that I can work from. So yeah, the, the music has given me so much. You know, it's it's um, it's, it's just been a, a really a beautiful process to be involved in. We would love you to join us in the studio so we can do a whole one-on-one interview with you. Also, if we can bring that Grammy with you, it would be fantastic. Plus, you must bring the yeah. flute and you've got to play and, you know, and, and, and yes. will you do that for I'd me? I'd love to. I'd love I'd you love to, to join me. I'd love to do that. Uh, I'd love to do that. I'm, I'm, I'm actually just going um, to Australia and the U.S. Um, t- today, and but I'll be back middle of October and then I would love to. We'll bring you in. We'll do a Christmas me. special yes. with you. That'll be awesome. Um, that would be amazing. Berta, I'd love to do I that. I must say, your humility precedes you, but more importantly, your music is magical. And I think uh, it's very, very special to have uh, a great South African artist on the show and, of course, uh, within our midst. Uh, congratulations again on all that you do, and uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much, and yeah, great. Uh, it was good timing to have spent um, uh, some time with you both in the last week. And with Jensu. I know, isn't that crazy? Uh, all of us this, this just goes to show Jensu is everywhere. <laughs> exactly. I, mean, I even was having dinner with Voter Kellerman. Jensu and, is everywhere. Yeah. And I'm not lying. <laughs> but you know what? Also, so is Voter. Just saying. Every, well, <laughs> and so is Voter. <laughs> and Voter travels as much as I do. He's <laughs> off now, you know, traveling everywhere. Which is, which is so cool. It's insane. Yeah. Voter, um, be well and uh, we'll chat to you shortly. Thank you. Thank you so much. Travel Thanks safely. For talking. We'll chat soon. Cheers. Always wonderful to chat to a Grammy Award winner, uh, Voda Kellerman. You see, it's so cool to hold the Grammy. It's so much fun. I'm so jealous. I was even at his house and I didn't I even held think it about and I it doing and I, that, you know. Next I still time took I'm going to go and went try. Bing, bing, like ching, ching on it. <laughs> Is it heavy? It's, it's it heavy. It's, it's gold plated. Um, and then you will see the medals because every nominee gets a, gets a, I know you'd love it because you're a musician. Yeah. Um, you get a medal. So when you're nominated, I didn't see that special room. And they, and you, so you get these. <laughs> I was only in the living room. Uh, and, and all these awards and all these songs wow. and it's really I, I stunning. Think, I, I don't know how you guys feel, but I mean, I, I, he, that guy is tall. Voter is he's, he's tall, very tall. And he's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Quite a presence. Just his presence, exactly. Yes. Wow. He is great. But when he comes into the studio, I want to go through, because I love to go through processes. So I want to mm. know when they announced your name, what went what through, is your going head, through your mind. And then when you walk up to the stage, mm, what do you do? And then, then 
Like, is it fun shaking booty with the Grammy with Beyonce's? You know, so Beyonce and you got a Grammy, and like you're going like do do and you're dancing with each other. I mean, I want to know. That's why people get them on stage and they can't say anything. They're they're speechless. Yeah. They're dumbfounded. But, uh, but they're the just, after party, they're in people, shock. Like, this is my Grammy. Let's see your Grammy. Ah, ching ching. You know, you can say cheers from a Grammy. True. They, they, I just think that's because that's what ends up happening. You go to these parties and anyway, we'll, we'll chat all about it. But I did chat to to voter uh, on the sun. They host their own party. Mm. For a lot of, so he had the pleasure of of becoming friends with the people that actually make the Grammy Awards, amazing, and um, that designed and actually produce it, um, and the actual award itself, mm. and then they throw a lo- little event on a Friday night, and everyone does that just so that in their own genres and their own industries, in terms of their own music genres, and um, but but it's very interesting, and I think that's so, so interesting to to speak to him for about. sure. So we'll get him into the studio. On that note. The magic of Jen Sue is in studio, and of course, uh, Jen is all over the place. Jen, you're back in South Africa for a while. Yes, I am. Uh, how's your How's living overseas? Living overseas is very interesting. Are you missing us? I no. I mean, I'm overseas every couple of weeks, and then I'm, you're back. And people it's... say they like you know can't stand commuting from Cape Town to Joburg. I said this is nothing. Yeah, I, I said I do. I'm in China. Yeah, I do China South Africa. Yeah. This is you know yeah. a long commute, but uh, I'm very used to it. In fact, the best time is when I'm on the airplane because I can actually. You know, sleep. lie down, sleep, I ha- turn off all devices, I'm out of touch, and it's fantastic. I know. And the kids are well. The kids are really good. They love the school in Shanghai. They're very happy there, and their Chinese is greatly improved. Well, um, of course, it's uh, good to have you. And actually, Barbara Leonard was actually calling me on my phone. Oh, right now, but, okay. Uh, How fun is that? Because we're going to talk about chefs who share. And tell me about that, uh, Jen. Well, chefs who share is an amazing initiative. It was founded by Barbara Leonard and Florian Gast. And it is a yearly event um, that really helps underprivileged youth. It helps the young chefs. It helps people and many charities, including the MAD Foundation, which is the Make a Difference mm-hmm. Leadership Foundation, the Click Foundation, and the Veggie Box Initiative. Um, the Veggie Box Initiative being something that is so wonderful for underprivileged children who are in need, um, providing food for them, also showing them how to put together sustainable vegetable gardens, also talking about nutritious food and healthy food. So it's really, you know, it's a whole holistic approach. And not only that, but it's an extravaganza week of incredible dinners, 14 top international and local chefs, seven sommeliers, live auction, a focus on art. It's prepared for 252 exclusive guests. This is Saturday night at the City Hall. And they used to always have this in Cape Town. Mm. So this is the first year actually coming out in Joburg. And um, I mean, it's absolutely amazing. We did the art preview evening on Monday night at the Maslow. Tonight is a very big dinner also at the it's Saxon. Sexy. Yes, and it's the Ruinart Blanc dinner with Chef Werner Snook and Rito Mathis preparing an exclusive dinner for 60 esteemed guests. Um, and there's just so many in, incredible people involved. Vinit Batia, he's one of the top chefs from Qatar Airways, mm. an international renowned chef, uh, Vincent Rodia. There's so many people that are involved as well as local chefs preparing and partnering together to provide something that is absolutely extravagant. And that's what it's about. Absolutely. You see, what, what I said, you know, what this program is, 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 is doing, Jen, is it's about art. And chefing is an art form. 
Exactly. Chefing is an art form. And I think it's an incredible thing if we're able to, to share magic and do charity work with all times of, all types of art, be it music, be it fashion, whatever it particularly is, you know, which I think is absolutely superb. Jen, otherwise your involvement besides obviously, you know, you know. So I've been kind of a patron of Surfaces Chair um, from the very beginning. Mm. You know, I still remember when Barbara Leonard, you know, approached me and talked mm. to me about it and in any way, shape or form I can help to promote this incredible initiative, this incredible event. Um, this is really one of my favorites. It's definitely one of the top on the South African social calendar that it's you be, yeah. cannot miss. And it benefits so many people in need, children in need. And it's just an incredible extravaganza. Really, she does such an incredible... It's so, so beyond it brings so, amazing. so many magical, magical people yeah. together. Because there are so many do's going mm. on. There's SA Fashion Week going on right now. There's a lot of things happening. We just had the MTV Mama, Mama nominees, nominees last yeah. night. Mm. So, Were you at that? Uh, I unfortunately didn't make you it. You can't go to everything, I Jen. did six. No, actually, I did seven events last night. <laughs> and I Jen. tried to get to Jen Constitution seven. Hill. Seven Easily seven. Every night is seven events. Between five, okay, between five and seven. Events Jen, Jen is everywhere. In a day. Jen is seriously and, everywhere. And you know what? And people actually started criticizing me on Twitter saying, no, she is not. She's just making that up. She's just trying she to like show off. So that's why I decided to Jen put it on to... Facebook Live and to show I really am all, at all these places and I really hustle. I go here. Here and there, sometimes I don't spend hours and hours at an event. And that's what I talk about in my book, mm. From Z to A Lister, How to Build Your Personal Brand. What a brand. great book. Thank you, which is, you know, about how you have to kind of make each event happen and make it the most for you. However, Chefs Who Share is an event where I will spend hours. I will enjoy myself because it really is my highlight of the year. Jen Sue is my special guest in studio. We're talking about some of the specialities happening. Did you see the Sunday Times this week? Yes, what happened in the Sunday Times that you're thinking about? The I want to know. The big magic is on the line right now. Is Nikki van der Waal? Ah, Nikki van der Waal. That's another person I just saw recently. Okay, and Nikki's on the line, of course. Awesome. Uh, and uh, magical projects that are happening both at Shimmy Beach Club. I know. And the launch of the new Ritz. I know. In I, I can't believe he's doing the whole Ritz. The again. whole Ritz. Like from he's start doing the to Ritz finish. from start to finish. It's unbelievable. We have him on the line, Nikki van der Waal. Thank you for joining us. Ellie, how are you? Good to have you, boy. How's everything going? How's Cape Town? Busy. Cape Town is beautiful. Sorry, I got the call from your studio. I was actually running around a construction site with a hard hat on. Uh, well, that's... <laughs> Nikki, what can we expect from... Firstly, the Sunday Times was... was What a great article. But, I mean, the Ritz Hotel, an iconic building that's been there for... for Ten well, decades, and all of this, years, forty-two years, and all of a sudden now you coming in, and you dream, you glitz, glamour, the 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 revolving restaurants opening up at the top. It's bringing back Las Vegas to Cape Town. We're bringing Ritz, uh, glitz to the Ritz. So, Eric, just to give you a bit of history, so SLC is a company we formed, uh, Shimmy Luxury Collection. It's obviously anchored by uh, Shimmy, which is. Uh, the foundation which all this is built on, and we were approached by the previous operators to assist and help. And you know, a lifelong dream of mine, you've known me most of my life, mm. has been to be a hotelier. And we jumped on the opportunity. And when, when it presented itself, we realized we didn't want to do a, a half hearted attempt at relaunching the, the Ritz. We, we wanted to do a justice, I mean, she's an old grand dam, and we, we stripped it down to the bone. So we're busy. Redoing everything from from the electrical to 
to the piping, to everything. To the we pool, to the a, common area. It's, it's, yeah. We bring it into the 21st century, and we're doing, a, I would like to believe, a first world job. So. The, the article read, Glamour Couple, new spin to Cape Landmark. Of course, married to Leanne Liebenberg. Uh, yes, your wife's next to you all the way with her hard hat, hard hat on. Listen, she thinks she's a CEO. <laughs> she's, she's a, a lot CEO sexier in that hard hat. <laughs> no offense, Nikki. <laughs> she thinks she's the CEO. Uh, Nikki, I think she is the CEO. Let's go on. <laughs> but um, again, when is it opening and what, and how do, how do we, how do people get involved with it now? So if you're in the travel industry, if you're listening to this program and you, you want to start booking, are bookings open for, for hospitality? Can people come and stay there? We are, indeed we are. Ellen, uh, so just give you an idea, we will be open by this coming season. We're doing a soft launch. We're putting some rooms into inventory uh, by mid-November. Mm-hmm. Uh, with 170 of the 220 rooms will be available uh, from the 1st of December. The top revolving restaurant with Bertus Besson will be open by Bertus December. Bertus Besson is the, opening that restaurant. That is incredible. What, that is yeah, a chef of note, eh? I'm, a, I'm probably one of his biggest fans. I mean, we went mm-hmm. to uh, Overture recently. You actually won the best tasting menu and yeah. the recent Gourmet Awards. Yeah. Come us. Uh we signed Black Coffee, as you well know, for mm-hmm. on group level, and he'll be the decks in the nightclub. We're opening a new all-day dining restaurant uh, called Cabana, mm-hmm. which will be open actually before Bertus, uh, on the ground floor, which flows out onto the pool. We're busy signing up a deal now with one of the major champagne houses. We'll be branding our pool area. So the whole idea with the pool sure. and Cabana and ground floor is a whole Miami, Vegas vibe, but in Cape Town. We and don't want to be Miami. We don't want to be Vegas. We're original. Yeah. We're original, but we're just bringing some some international trends home. Uh, Nikki, we're going to obviously chat to Bertus closer to the time and to you when we when we open it. Of course, we hope to even do a bit of a broadcast from there. Um, I want to add one other thing: is that uh, of course because of the Shimmy collection, uh, you've got some magical things happening at Shimmy Beach Club uh, starting end of November. Now, yeah. <laughs> Actually, last night we had the men's house. Uh, awards and uh, fashion show so you can say season is on underway we did close for season to do some small renovations we've got some bigger cosmetic things coming out we're launching a new look obviously tying shimmy roots and one of our other projects you know there's a common thread in the dna i want to weave through all the properties and it's going to be exciting bumper season. We've got some amazing, amazing shows. Yeah, and, and is Goldfish party. coming back? Goldfish is back. Yes, yes. So and Black Coffee is at Shimmy as well. Black Coffee and Goldfish all in the same weekend every weekend. So I mean, that we, is, that is rocking, up. rocking and rolling. I mean, you can't get better. And Nikki, we're going to leave you. We'll chat to you about uh, more of your magic uh, and with the magic of Cape Town coming up uh, in the next couple of uh, months. Uh, uh, best of luck and uh, yeah, rock and roll. Thank you. Be Thank good, you guys. Bye. That is uh, Nicky van der Valt. Uh, he's just uh, opened uh, the, the, the new Ritz. Well, they haven't opened it. They're doing the new Ritz, Shimmy Beach Club. We're in for a magical season, Jane. Absolutely. We're going to rock and roll, baby. Oh, my gosh. And the Leanne. is going to open he's up. He's got the best brand ambassador. Leanne Liebenberg is Hell so hot. hot. I've got my caftans. I'm sure. walking on that pool area. I want to see you. her in that hard hat. I just, yeah, I'm <laughs> saying, keep the hard hat. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, it's been good to be with you. Uh, we had a great show. Um, don't forget to download the podcast. Khatjan Kutsia, Lucilla Boysons, Fiona Ramsey, Foto Kellyman, Nikki van der Valt, Jen Sue, Chatty Matty, Matthew Coonan has been in studio. It has been a jam-packed, unview show. And, of course, it is magical. Again, our thoughts and prayers go to the family of Mendoza and, of course, to all his fans. Lots of love uh, to him. And uh, remember, party in heaven, baby, because one day we'll all be joining you. That's the way it goes. This is The Unview, the thin, the rich, and the fabulous. Be good, and God bless you. 
The Unview, The Thin, The Rich, and The Fabulous on cliffcentral.com.